FMD, and we encourage all candidates to take take the chance, the opportunity to be interviewed. And at this time, we go back to the phones, Frank. Our next candidate is Karen Diener, a candidate for District 3 as a state delegate. Uh, Kathy, you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. Loud and clear. You're live, local on the radio. And what we've been doing is that interviewing candidates uh, for the upcoming election. Uh, this is your first, for, your first foray into politics. And let me ask you the first question. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm being a little, little, little wacky here, but I'm thinking, I mean, you're, 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 rec- you're a well-represented attorney, you're a well-respected attorney, and now you've jumped into politics. And the question would be, Why? Well, I tell you, I've always been politically minded, but I I never thought seriously about running myself. But after the lockdowns and the things that we saw, you know, as a result of of COVID, I just became sort of um, much more interested in, in how this could be happening. And then the opportunity to run just presented itself because we we were short candidates um, on the Republican side. And Someone asked me if I would be interested, and I thought about it, and I said maybe it's time because I'm I'm interested in trying to, you know, step up. And uh, we've got you in uh, District Three for the House of Delegates, Miss Deaner. Tell us a little bit about your uh, background and and uh, yeah, your your bio. Okay, sure. Um, I, well, I'm an Air Force veteran. I first lived in Maryland back in the '90s when I was stationed at Fort Meade. Um, and after service, I went to law school. Georgetown. I moved to Frederick in 2009, and in 2013, I started my own law practice. So I I represent veterans before the Department of Veterans Affairs and the Veterans Court. I have two daughters, and fortunately, my my practice gave me the flexibility to be a homeschool mom, and I have been active in the homeschool community. Um, I was a secretary of the Frederick County Right to Life for three years, and... Well, that's that's uh, you're you're impressing me. I mean, my, is there anything you haven't done? Uh, you know, you want to oh, take no. on? You haven't climbed Mount Everest. Apparently, you couldn't get in the army, but that's okay. I, I thank you for your service. I thank you for your service. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about uh, the district that you're running in. What uh, where is it? What's the geographic uh, boundaries of District Three when it comes to state house races? Um, it's mostly Frederick City and the wow. surrounding areas. It goes down to Urbana, a little bit of Linganore. Um, not as far west as um, Middletown or Myersville, so pretty much the city. Well, in that, as, as you know, Kathy, that, that is a, has been told to me, and I see from the past, it seems to be a Democrat stronghold. How are you making mm-hmm. inroads into that, uh, into that area? That's the area which I live in, in the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Don't what, know if we mentioned you're a Republican candidate. Yeah, she is a Republican yes. candidate. Mm-hmm. She's taken on the... Uh, the big blue here, so to speak, uh, but David's done well against Goliath, and maybe Kathy will do well. What uh, I mean, what are you doing to reach the voters or uh, getting your message out? Well, I, you know, I've been doing some door knocking, handing out literature, and and when I come across people, I I don't ask them specifically if if they're Democrats or Republican. I just try to find out what's important to them, and I a lot of people that I'm talking to are concerned about the same things. I am. Um, primarily for me, that's um, parents' rights 
educational Amen. choice. Yeah. And that, that's the big issue that I'm running on, and I, that's the message that I try to convey to people. And I, I don't see how anybody could really disagree with that because it's going to be up to the parent to choose what they think is best for their child. And that's what I want for every parent, whatever their ideological bent, you know, whatever emphasis they want to put on education, there would be something for everybody. So that's one of the ways that I try to reach people. Tell us a little bit about uh, what voters are going to be facing uh, when they get uh, their ballots uh, or they are getting their ballots in uh, your district. There's five people running and, and you do vote for more than one, correct? Yes. It, the ballot will tell you you can vote for up to three, but you're not required to vote for three. I, I hope everybody understands that. You can vote for, if, if there's one candidate that you love, you can vote for one, sure, you can vote ballot. for two. Yeah. So, yes, there, there are going to be, there are only two Republicans running, unfortunately. Well, I am, a, uh, I, I'm, well, Frank and I are opposites. I'm a Republican, Frank's a progressive or a Democrat. And uh, I just think I'm so proud of you that uh, that we have a, a candidate who will step up and run in that district because I, I don't know have we has there been a Republican in uh, one of those three seats? Um, I can't remember. I'm not. I'm I not sure, so. and I'm not going to put you to task there. I'm not. I mean, it's it's. And it, this is. I mean, it's a new district, but so you'd have to. Mm-hmm. It used to be three A and B. Right. So, That's why I wanted you to define yeah. the district. Is that there have been changes? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the uh, what are you finding out there when you go door knocking or when you talk to people? What what are the issues? Uh, we're told by the media that which I do not believe the media, other than my own media, which is myself, uh, mm-hmm. of what the issues are. What are you finding? Uh, you you're talking parental rights. I think that's number one. Mm-hmm. But 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 I know yeah. that to have parental rights and to make you know you have to. My opinion. I'm not going to tell you what to say, but I'm thinking to myself. That's secondary to some other things because I can't provide mm-hmm. parental rights. What are you hearing? I'm, I'm sorry. You said secondary to. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying that's will be for me. But what are what are people okay. saying? Do they have enough money? The taxes? You know, what are, what are they saying to you? Oh no, everybody. Yes, everyone's concerned. I mean, the price of gas has really yeah. been. It's like a, a symbol for you know inflation generally, and everyone is concerned about that. But I. I find people are more concerned when they're willing to speak up about um, just more of a general sense that something isn't going right in 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 the country, in the county, um, and I think they, they feel that things are just getting off track. You know, it, we just need to be more focused on common sense things like the economy, like sensible energy policy, like a lot of things just seem kind of esoteric that are being talked about in the news, and they want to just get back to the basics of like you know I want to I want to go to work and come home and live my life and not be bothered and not have to not have to be fighting all the time on maybe social fronts and things like that. Well said. And um, a practicing attorney, and um, I was giving you a little hint what we we're going to talk about about if you get to Annapolis, when you get to Annapolis, what are the issues you think that the state is facing? I know we've talked about national issues. What is the state mm-hmm. facing? Well, um, I was um, part of a group of Republicans who signed what we were calling the contract with Maryland, and we outlined some of our common policy positions there. One of them was, you know, uh, reducing taxes, and specifically, we're going to try to end the tax on retirement income. 
so that I, I know quite a few people who've like you know lived and worked their whole lives in Maryland, and at retirement they're thinking they, they may not be able to stay here because the cost of living is so high. So that's one thing that we're hoping to do uh, to improve that situation for them. Uh, oh. We're also looking at uh, strengthening our support for law enforcement. And one of the ways was to reinstate the law enforcement officer's bill of rights, which helps them defend themselves if they're accused of misconduct, specifically if the accusations turn out to be unfounded, then it will pay for their defense. And um, so I, I really want, that's a common theme too that I'm hearing among people is that you know crime is getting out of control in other parts of the country and they don't want that to happen here. Um, and I think supporting our law enforcement officers is one way to do that. Ms. Diener, if you uh, are elected, uh, I think uh, most everyone would agree there's going to be a Democratic majority in Annapolis. Uh, I don't know how, how big, but definitely a majority. Do you feel mm -hmm. that uh, there's some, uh, perhaps, of uh, your voters who would want you to try to get a lot done working across the aisle with Democrats, and then there are probably some who want you to stand your ground and, uh, mm -hmm. stand, you know, for what you believe in. How, how would you position yourself in that? Well, I, I think it would depend on the issue specifically. If I'm running on something, for example, school choice, I mean, I see that as something that's going to take an incremental approach. And so I could... I could compromise as long as we were moving in the right direction to get to where we ultimately want to go. Um, and But on certain things, you know, like individual rights, um, there, there really isn't any room for compromise. You have to say what you mean and you have to stand for that. And that's what a lot of, you know, being a Republican in a, in a very Democratic state like Maryland, that's what it means. It's just, you know, putting the brakes on, stopping them from being able to overreach in their agenda. Have there been any uh, debates or forums uh, thus far for the uh, candidates in District 3 to, to address uh, a panel or anything? I haven't seen any. I'm missing something. I, I have not been invited to anything specifically for delegates in District 3. Let me ask you about uh, 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 one thing you brought up at the very beginning that uh, you said helped encourage you to run. Uh, and you, you just mentioned the word COVID. Um, mm -hmm. What is there anything coming up in the uh, General Assembly uh, that you would like to introduce or change that uh, would affect what ha has been the COVID policy? Or is, is this something that uh, just encouraged you and now on to other things? Well, I again, I see it as standing. I, don't, I didn't see it as something that needed to be affirmatively. It, it would be more of a, de a defensive posture so that when they... You know, when they the, the lockdowns and the imposition of mandates and things like that, I would I would be opposed to that. I I don't imagine. I believe that we have the tools we need to defend our rights in in the Maryland Constitution. It's just a matter of of invoking them. And as and when you say something such as that, then then I would understand that you would be a, a strong supporter of the Second Amendment and. Uh, that would be something that you would be uh, in Maryland to continue to be a yes. shall issue state rather yes. than a will it or a may issue. Yes, I, I am a, a, a supporter of the Second Amendment, definitely. Let me ask you about uh, another topic you have on uh, on your website: uh, ending sanctuary policies in uh, mm -hmm. Maryland. 
What do you see as uh, current sanctuary policies, and what do, what do you want to change? Um, well, making it very easy for people to get a driver's license, things like you know, not asking questions, uh, an employment situation, anything that's going to attract um, people whose immigration status is not lawful to the state. I'm going to be. I would oppose that because I, I'm not certainly not denigrating anybody who wants to come here to make their lives better. I, I understand that, but at the same time, many people are coming who have criminal records, and it's facilitating drugs and crime and gangs and human trafficking and all kinds of things that that no one needs. We certainly don't need that here in Maryland. So, have you taken? Have you? Uh... Uh, one of the ballot issues coming up, a referendum, is on the legalization of marijuana. Have you taken a, a stand one way or the other on the referendum? Um, you know, I have my personal opinion about marijuana. Um, this is not something that I will be able to do anything about because it is a referendum. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think that I don't think legalization is probably the best thing. Um, there, there's lots of information out there right now about how much more powerful marijuana has become over the decades and how it's actually, it can be pretty harmful now. So I I think making it easier to get is probably a mistake. But as you said, that's going to be up to the voters and not to me. All right. Well, we appreciate your time. Kathy Diener running as a Republican. You can vote for, there are five candidates. You can vote for up to uh, three of them. And Ms. Diener is one of them. District 3, House of Delegates. Tell us uh, how to find out more information about uh, your views and your campaign and yourself. Uh, please visit my website. It's deanerfordelegates.com. And everything is there, and you can email me from the website. And your name is spelled, uh, Diener is spelled? D-I-E. Oh, I'm sorry, D-I-E-N-E-R. And F-O-R, the word. Okay. I thank you for taking time out of your day. We appreciate it, and we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, Kathy Diener.